0: There are approximately 89,000 individuals in Shelby County who do not have a high school diploma. The state of Tennessee says that the difference between a high school diploma and a high school dropout, the difference is $10,000 in terms of annual income. So if you can make the case for helping someone get a high school equivalency diploma, then they're gonna be able to make hopefully a, a living wage.
1: Hope Works mission is to guide Memphians in need of a second chance through essential education, counseling, and career development. Programming to establish a relationship with God while building stability, confidence, and a hope-filled future. Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler, and it's a pleasure, friend, to have you stop by as we welcome Ron Wade, who is the Executive Director of HopeWorks. Ron, it's good to have you back. Has it been five years? It at least has been that much. Thank you so much for reaching out, and just delighted to be here. Well, I'm looking forward to catching up. I know some great things have been happening. So you've got this routine in the morning with oatmeal and strawberries? (laughs) (laughs) I I do. You know, I I do two things. Uh,
0: One is I exercise, and I also have my devotional part. And so I I, I try to go at least an hour both ways, and like today, I I swam – for about an hour, uh, 45 minutes actually, and then listed some weights. And then I came back and do my devotional piece, and I I have different pieces on devotional. Right now I'm reading this book by Robert Morgan. It's called 100 Scriptures That You Should Know By Heart. I'm on number 79. Are you actually memorizing these scriptures while you go along? Yeah, yeah. It's really great. In fact, uh, I feel like as many uh, people do have different kinds of devotional pieces, but I've been doing this for maybe close to a year now, yeah. and I have found just the text to be implanted in your heart and yeah. in your soul. Yeah. It it really does make a difference. So yeah, well, wow.
1: you know, I love that. And usually, when you think about getting older in life, and we're not old, we know that, yeah. but. It's, it's, memorizing things can be challenging, you yeah. know, but as you get in a practice of that, I guess it can actually help your memory too, right?
0: Well, I think so. You know, you, you hear a lot of times that people use crossword uh, puzzles or do a lot of different things. I just can't think of anything better than just trying to get the text in you, <laughs> and maybe it'll, it'll help Uh, In your day-to-day activity, so I'm I'm really really enjoying
1: it. Oh, that's great. So, really, what I said in the beginning here, you help Memphians that need a second chance. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, the 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 real quick elevator speech is HopeWorks provides hope and a job, and the hope is in Jesus. That thread runs all through the programs, and the job piece is really removing barriers from individuals. Who are chronically have been chronically unemployed, and those types of individuals, it seems like God has opened the doors to those coming uh, out of incarceration, mm-hmm. those coming to the United States for the first time and need to improve their English, those that uh, have generational poverty, you know, issues, and really those that who've just never worked or need re a restart in the workforce so that's what we do
1: well ron how is that model fitting into today's work environment where we know it has been drastically turned upside down you know we see help wanted signs and people wanting people to work and the airlines are shortage of pilots they have to cancel flights (laughs) i know you know know. restaurants sometimes you'll go to and they have to shorten their hours because they don't have
0: enough workers right It is a a fascinating dilemma that, that we find at Hope Works. You know, historically, Byron, I would go to an employer and make the case and convince them to hire someone from those areas that I just mentioned. Now the employers are coming to us and saying, hey, I need restaurant workers, I need someone in the warehouse, I need a variety of things. And so the challenge for us is to bring the right person to their uh, employment and so really the way we do that i I ask for a job description and then we have a case manager that tries to fit those with those individuals the the interesting thing you know about incarceration for example is that so many employers now will look toward that second chance and it depends on on a little bit you know about the background but but They've opened that door, and I really think that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, so there is a pipeline. It's just making that that case
1: and making the right match. Right. Yeah. Well, you guys are such a multifaceted organization. I mean, you mentioned prison, and that's just one aspect. Right. There's different levels and, and opportunities for so many people. We kind of want to unpack a lot of this, but what okay. do you see as the key to developing solid business relationships to connect your mission with those partnerships?
0: Yeah. So many times, Byron, I think what we do and the people that we have working there, which encompasses the history of over 32 years, the HopeWorks isn't a startup, but the reality is God has been with that organization long before me, I'm in my 14th year, but God has sustained that to make those relationships. And so it's not so much that we can be convincing to an employer to take those chances. I really think God is is through that. I felt that way so much in the last six years in the sense that areas that we're involved with now, we were not. And it does seem like God has opened that door. Yeah. Let me give you two examples. One is, in Matthew 25, about the sheep and the goats, you know, where. Where Jesus says you're hungry, you're thirsty, you're visiting me, you're needing uh, food, all of that, then the goats basically say, "Well, you know, when when did we do that? If it was you, Jesus, we, we would have, you know, rolled out the red carpet." But when you did, it to the least of those, so the two areas in visiting in prison and welcoming strangers, both of those areas seem to have just kind of exploded for us, and it's not something that we 30 years, 10 years ago said, hey, we want to help people in prison, or we want to help the immigrants that come to the U.S. that need to improve their English to get a job. We didn't do that, but it's like God just kind of opened those doors, and then we've fortunately stepped in them, and so it it is how we make a compelling case, and and we, we try to do better at doing that, but the reality is you know, God is is really in that and helping
1: us help those people get jobs and. Uh, you get a closer relationship with Christ. Oh, that's so beautiful, Ron. Well, through HopeWorks Adult Education, you do help people earn their high school equivalency diploma. Here in Tennessee, it's called HiSET? Correct. What are some of the common reasons that you find people are needing to complete this step in their life? You know, it's
0: a variety of reasons. Oftentimes,
1: uh, someone who's
0: just dropped out of high school for uh, – Uh, A reason that maybe they haven't had a good environment in in terms of home. Maybe some of the parents, if they're in single-parent homes uh, and the single parent is working all the time and they don't have a chance to really encourage the person and then the the person just uh, maybe isn't self-motivated or the the peer group is such that uh, i don't need to go to school right. there's other ways i can entertain myself or there are other ways i can make money and they end up getting in trouble and and then the the next step is incarceration yeah. so so i mean that that is one area other times uh we've had i remember this uh compelling story about a lady that came to us and she uh, was uh, either 12 or 14. She had to drop out of school to help her sick mother as well as her siblings. And so she dropped out to help. And so sometimes it's circumstances that, that they just can't. Beyond
1: their control. Beyond the control. You're exactly right. Yeah. I think it's a great service. Now, when you enter this particular program, how long does it take you to complete it? Yeah. There are approximately
0: 89,000. That's the number that comes to my mind. 89,000 individuals in Shelby County who do not have a high school diploma. And so the state of Tennessee says that the difference between a high school diploma and a high school dropout, the difference is $10,000 in terms of annual income. So, if you can make the, that case for helping someone get a high school equivalency diploma, then they're going to be able to, to make hopefully a, a living wage. So, when you, when you think about when they come in, there are, there are about 1,300 individuals that come to our classes, and we've got classes throughout the city. So, they'll come and have a pretest they'll see for example uh, let's say john doe it has a pretest and he reads at maybe a 5th grade level and so he'll enroll in our in our high set program the pretest is not only reading but it's in math and then there'll be a post-test afterwards. So when he gets up to a level, and oftentimes that's a ninth grade level, that he feels like he can pass that, then there'll be a, a test.
1: But he can stay in the program as long as he or she. So you're walking with him through this, helping educate them to improve those reading skills before they take the test. That, that's correct. And we'll do a pre-test before
0: they'll actually do the test, yeah. And so we, we've had some really, really good uh, results. Uh, the The state of Tennessee has a has a bar because it's a grant funded program, and so we this year, in fact, this is the last two years, we've exceeded that. And so we we just feel like that God's blessing the right instructors to be able to to teach in a way that helps them get to a position where they can pass that test. And yet, implicitly, they are providing the example and the message of of Christ.
1: That's so wonderful. So the instructors that work with HopeWorks, how do you find them? Are they mostly teachers, retired teachers? Where do you find the staff?
0: Yeah, some that we ask. We put out on our website, you'll see different job descriptions. Oftentimes, a, a, a person will come in, and they are retired, or they just need a change in their employment, and to be able to come to a, a faith-based organization where we, uh, we try to uh, do the best job we can of, of walking and talking the talk with Christ yeah. is appealing, we have others that uh in fact like we interviewed a lady today in the the aesl program adult english and second language program and she uh was working uh, actually in arkansas until she was making the trip and so she's and then working with children then she wanted to have the opportunity to work with adults so she came and interviewed with us and it is just it's just a timing situation yeah so there's a lot yeah. of of ways yes. that people can, uh, can come.
1: Well, you have several satellite locations that you work out of. Now, you have a new home. We do. From the last time we got together, you're working yeah. in a basement of a church, but now yeah. you have your own building. It used to be a union planners bank. Yeah. On Summer Avenue, and that was my mom's bank growing uh, up. So right. I remember going right. through that drive-through, right? Getting those little candy that they would give you, yeah. <laughs> and that from that window uh, across the street was uh, used to be a Crystal. Yeah, oh yeah, Fred oh, Montezzi's yeah. was that. over there, absolutely. And that whole neighborhood, you know, mm. brings back so many memories. Mm. It's a it has been a
0: terrific uh, blessing. We've been there about four years, and there, there are two unique things about that. It was Union Planners Bank, and then it was uh sold to uh southern security credit union and so we had a a relationship with them they're they're a great credit union uh some of their board came to one of our our breakfasts in the spring and kind of heard what we did and and they were going to relocate to to collierville actually and they were gracious enough to uh, sell us the building at an incredibly discounted rate we gutted the building and made it to where it would work with us. And there's two really unique things that, and, and I hope you'll come and look I've at it. I've
1: got to come. I want to. Yeah. yeah.
0: One is the the vault. We call it <laughs>
1: the vault, and
0: it is, it is a huge uh, door. It's built in 1957. The whole bank, and a friend of mine who's the architect. He's a really a good good friend, and he said, "Ron, I don't know that you need that. Let's take that." that big door, incredible door, box it up, put it in the parking lot, and sell it. And I said, how much does that cost? Because I'm trying to raise money for the building. And he said, "What's well, it's about $35,000. I said, why don't we just not do that and uh, put it into a classroom or boardroom or something like that? And we've done that. That's about my favorite building. Still got the favorite piece of the building. Still got the door and everything. The other thing is, is the drive-through windows that is the very first drive-through window in memphis kind of the same thing well you don't you don't use it as drive-through so let's cut those out and in in the remodeling let's just make it a straight line and you know architects and he is a really good one yeah. they, they have a an idea how to go so how much that cost? Well, that's forty-six thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. We, so we had the original drive-through window there. So, but it,
1: it's a God's really blessed us That's a great it. story, yep. Ron. Yep. I and mean, we've got to hold on to some of our history, right? Absolutely.
0: Mid South Viewpoint will be right back. And when the nutrients that God makes are depleted from your body, you will die, and I have no idea how long that's going to be.
1: I have a tendency. To overwork myself because I want to prove I'm worthy of people's love and attention. That's definitely a trap that I'm struggling with. Mid-South Viewpoint is people telling God-sized stories from all walks of life. Listen Wednesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. on AM640 or anytime with the Bot Radio Network mobile app or on Spotify and iTunes podcast. Refugees, immigrants, as you mentioned, the new aspect of the work of hope works helping support cultural assimilation Mm -hmm. what does that look like not Mm -hmm. just in the classroom is there other parts of this there is uh byron we we have now uh i think it's about
0: 40 representing from 40 countries over 400 uh immigrants in fact i often ask somebody well of all the immigrants that you think of all the 40 countries what country do you think would be the most highly represented always if if i have someone i'll say if you get the prize i'll you know give you a little <laughs> gift card or something <laughs> and uh, interesting the the number one country is venezuela and so there are more immigrants so they come uh, again to improve their english but we also have a citizenship component to it so we have two
1: uh,
0: instructors that say okay we're we're going to not only help to improve your conversational English and also English that you can test and maybe even get a a high set diploma but we're also going to allow you to really become a U.S. citizen if you'd like to and so, I mean, everybody is documented. It's not an undocumented deal. So, so we, we provide those. We have uh, cultural lunches. For example, we found that oftentimes immigrants from other countries, they don't necessarily just like to sit down. And we think we're being really hospitable and we're given American food. But what they like to do is bring their own. It's like the church potluck.
1: Oh, yeah and just incredible amount of of food especially when you have a melting pot cultural people group from all different nations yeah and they're bringing their favorite dishes when we were missionaries overseas our church would do the potluck sunday right we had people from the philippines from korea from the islands when we brought food let me tell you what first time i ever had Octopus salad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever had octopus salad. You know, oh, I, no. I never would have tasted that before, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I know some you
0: need to pass on. Well, in China, they really like the chicken feet, and I just uh, or or uh, uh, beef tongue and yeah, things, and, yeah. I, and I've eaten that, and and uh, but it wouldn't be my first choice.
1: Yeah. yeah, but again, going back to that, that helps. Build rapport too, and trust when you allow that to, to take place. You know, right. yeah,
0: it is, and we've uh, again, mainly with the instructors. Uh, I wish, in many times, the you know the, the real joy in the job is being able to get get to where you've got relationship with students and i don't get to do that as much as, as i have in the past but there was a book i can't remember the author but it seemed like the title was um, urban missions and the, the basic theme was god is bringing the nations of the world to our doorstep to honor him and serve him and so the idea is rather than or in addition to People going to other countries to spread the gospel. Apparently, we're not doing that good enough, so God is bringing the nations of the world to our step. And we kind of see that at Hope Works. I mean, if you come on a, a Monday or a Wednesday morning or a Monday or Wednesday night at summer, it is really hard to get a parking lot. I think we've got 64, so space is just packed and it's just an incredible blessing to, to walk through and see all the nations of the world that are basically there it's up to god to bring that, that oh, message to
1: him. Oh, yeah. oh i love it i love yeah. that well there is a 10 to 13 week program personal care and development it's a tuition-free program with graduates leaving HopeWorks with the tools they need to obtain and keep a meaningful career. Do yeah. you have some examples maybe where some of those students have gone through the program and they're now living in that meaningful career?
0: Oh, uh, we, we have the, the whole history of the 30 years. would, would have. Uh, we have about 1,400 graduates, yeah. and all of them would have a great story to do that. Um, the personal and career development the the senior instructor or the the lady who's been there longest for us she oftentimes tells me ron the very best thing that we do for students is develop self-esteem help them believe that they can do it i remember this one lady and she was on i think her name is martha and we captured her on video and she said Uh, for the first time Laura told me I could go to college I never thought about I could do that but she said Martha you can do it you can do it and she did and so we've got people that have just really believed in themselves in that particular program
1: well you you also believe that employment is a gift of God because you're doing this in the name of Christ right it's a way to honor him are students receptive to that concept it is a gift of God you know I think so oftentimes uh we have
0: done in the past. I personally have done a uh, exit interview and I say of, of all the things that, that you see all of the, 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 the skills and and everything that that we provided for you and that 13 weeks was about 300 soft skill hours what is the thing that stands out and more than anything the vast majority would say there's two things one is the spirituality in the program and the second thing would be the counseling and uh originally they would say well i don't want to be counseled i'm afraid of that you know or if they were court appointed i'm not going to do that but once they get in and find someone who is is really interested in them tries to show the love of of christ in them then they're really receptive to that and they love the fact that uh they they can learn more about god but frankly uh byron i have learned so much from our students because they have been so dependent many yes. on god yeah. much more de- dependent than i have been wow. so you know we, we learn so much from them as well <laughs>
1: oh, that's great yeah. well when you talk about the program being implemented in the prisons and what that looks like mm-hmm. you know we're, we're seeing in our city sadly just increased crime we're seeing many inmates it's like a revolving door they're in and they're back uh those who participate in the program in the prison that have come out, the idea is to help give them a fresh start, right? Right, absolutely.
0: You know, the prison is, is what I mentioned earlier, is that that door that God seems to have have opened And uh, we never raised our hand and said, hey, we think we can go into a correction environment and and help improve the recidivism rate. And recidivism is just defined once you get out of jail and you come back, which is an incredible nationwide epidemic. You can see all the the, the numbers different ways, and and they they change. But basically 64% of everybody in the country is the recidivism rate, and that's on a three year basis. State of Tennessee is about 46 percent. Hope Works had been in the 20s, about half of that. And there's a specific program called Hope to Hire that we're in about 12 percent recidivism. And I have to say, every time I mention Hope to Hire, that that was a, a vision by a, a gentleman called Brad Martin, who's well-known in Memphis. He had a vision of, of bringing hard skills to the environment so that when they get out, they'll have a meaningful job. So we're in, in the process of helping to reduce that recidivism rate. And I might mention just one really quick thing, I'm not, not sure about our time, but an additional part that we're just now getting into is transitional housing for inmates that come directly out of prison so we have uh, uh, acquired a, a transitional house we're in the process of upgrading it and possibly doubling it and uh, putting it on the hope works campus so that byron even reduces the recidivism rate uh, even to single digits. And it's not rocket science. It's the fact that once you've had training on the inside and you get out, then rather than go back to the same environment that maybe got you in trouble then, no. how about some additional training? And so we're going to try to do that That at HopeWorks.
1: So how far along is that? Uh, the, the chronology
0: is We had a gentleman, uh, his name is Bob Sauter. He had put his uh, passion and life savings into a program called Forgiveness House, corner of Highland and Summer, approved probation and parole, Forgiveness House. And then he wanted to retire. And we've had a relationship for over a decade. And he said, really, Ron, I'd like to gift that to Hope Works. We said, okay but we didn't know that much about running the transitional house so we walked alongside a a group in nashville called tennessee prison outreach ministry and they're helping us do that but there's a lot of code that needs to be upgraded and so we're in the process of expanding that and and doubling the capacity to 20 beds but it's ongoing now okay part of us involves a a substance abuse piece on on one night we're going to have a church different churches come in provide meals so it's in the beginning of moving hoping to wow really great i'm looking
1: forward to hearing more about this yeah so how is hope works funded
0: primarily where it's in four buckets individual donations churches grants and then special events we have special events Uh, One in the fall and one in the spring. The fall is a golf tournament. So we'll uh, get people who come and play golf and also donate. And then in the spring, we generally have a a breakfast. And so for the last 14 years, we've had a speaker that comes and races. So those four buckets. So I'm sure you
1: can use some extra support always?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. what's the
1: best way to contact you? Uh,
0: A website is good. Uh, That's why hopeworks.org and that's why it doesn't work why hopeworks.org or uh, you can reach me at 901-272-3700 or my cell is 901-550-3338 love to have you visit and see a little bit more details. Great.
1: Ron, this has been great. Thank you for what you're continuing to do for Christ's kingdom, for his glory through the work of Hope HopeWorks, and, and sharing the story and the new exciting things that are happening. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks for giving us a chance to do that. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.